0: Welcome to Life Point with your host, Pastor Tom Doherty. Hi folks, thank you for joining me today. Lord bless each and every one of you. Our Heavenly Father, thank you for this day. Thank you for giving us life and giving it to us more abundantly. Lord, I pray for the sickness that is out there. Lord, I know this last week has been filled with sickness with people that I know. Lord, I think of a dear listener in Fruitland, Shirley Alger, who listens all the time and been struggling with bronchitis at 89 years old. Lord, in the name of Jesus, restore her and press her forward in her life. Lord, she's such a dear woman of God. I think of my worship pastor who's been struggling. Lord, I pray you direct her, you touch her, you heal her and my sister-in-law and many others. Lord, there's so much bronchitis, so much flu out there, and Lord, i pray for those that have the virus in China, all this going on. I pray, God, that you would just take that away and you would clean that up. Lord, be in the center of their lives. But more than anything, Lord, help us to put our strength in you. I give you thanks and praise. In Jesus' name, I pray. Amen. Well, the Bible says this in Romans chapter 14, the Apostle Paul Except the one whose faith is weak without quarreling over disputable matters. That's the very first verse. Accept the one whose faith is weak without quarreling over disputable matters. Why do you think the Apostle Paul said that? I think he said that because he wanted to encourage people. He didn't want to discourage them because we could come across with our beliefs our strong arm in in our holiness life to make people want to be everything we're supposed to be. Now, I want people to be holy. I desire for people to be holy. I desire for people to be strong in the Lord. But you know what? We've got to be careful about those whose faith is weak. We don't want to discourage them. We want to encourage them. And so we don't need to quarrel over disputable matters is what he's saying. Let's love them through it, and help them grow, and as they grow, they will hopefully change some of their ways to become stronger in the Lord. Now, I believe that. I think sometimes we as Christians, we get too judgmental, and folks, you're talking to someone who's been that way in his life, because I was raised very much in a holiness movement, in a holiness family, that, boy, you just didn't do anything. I mean, I, I didn't even play with playing cards until I was like 19 years old. I went to my first uh, regular movie when I was 19 years old with my my girlfriend. My dad finally said, you know, son, you want to go to a movie? It's probably not. It's all right. Just choose the right movie. Finally, at age 19, I took the girl to a to a movie. It was The Way We Were. I remember that movie, you know. And, uh, I'll, you know, there's – but sometimes in our lives, we – We start telling everybody how they should live, and I I want people to live by God's Word, and I want the Holy Spirit to convict them. They don't need to be convicted by me. They need to be convicted by the Holy Spirit. I think Paul was trying to get this across. So Paul went on to say this in verse 2. One person's faith allows them to eat anything, but another whose faith is weak eats only vegetables. The one who eats everything must not treat with contempt the one who does not. And the one who does not eat everything must not judge the one who does, for God has accepted them. You see, God has accepted them both. God knows the heart of man. He knows what you're about. He knows how you think. He knows how you act. He knows if you're in tune with him or not. He knows if you're living a very legalistic life or a very God-fearing life—that it's about serving Jesus. When I say God-fearing, I'm not mean in the sense of fear, but respect. Fear in the Greek is respect, respecting uh, God. You know. Uh, then he goes on to say, "The one, uh, excuse me, the one who eats everything must not treat with contempt the one that does not. But who are you to judge someone else's servant?" He says, "This is a question Paul asks." Who are you to judge someone else's service? Let's leave the judging to Almighty God. Let's be the people who love people and encourage people and walk with people. If they do things that, are, that you disagree with, love them and trust God to show them the way. Oh, yes, I get frustrated when I see people doing things that I believe that lead to a sinful life. And yes, sometimes I will gently say, well, I'd encourage you, to live this way or that way, but to be careful not to judge them because God can change a heart of man. God can do great things. You know, who are to you to judge someone else's servant? To their own master, servants stand or fall, and they will stand for the Lord able to make them stand. It's the Lord. One person considers a day more sacred than another day, another considers every day a life. Don't judge your 70 Ad- Adventist friends that. Worship God on the Old Testament Sabbath on Saturday, and I hope the uh, the the Adventists don't judge those that worship God on Sunday. He didn't ask us to judge, what He asked us to love Him to serve Him. We start arguing about things, and then we start saying this is it. We take a portion of Scripture and we all fight our own battle. God wants you to love Him with every You got, and to believe in Jesus Christ, and to believe that He died and rose again for your sins, that you have a relationship with Him. Some people want to fight and argue about prophecy, about future, about when Christ is coming again, about end times. I'm telling you, you don't need to argue about that. You just need to be ready when He comes. You need to be ready whether He comes tomorrow. Whether there is a millennial reign or not, you need to be ready. You know, to say this and take this scripture and that scripture and and go all around the mulberry bush and want to proclaim all these things and then somebody differs with you and you get upset at them, they don't know the Bible, yet they interpret a piece of the Bible different than you uh, interpret it. And you say, well, this is the right interpretation. I am telling you, there is scripture backing up all sorts of area areas in this manner, but I'm telling you this. You love God. You serve God. You believe in Jesus. You put your trust in him. You allow the Holy Spirit to lead you. Be concerned about that. Be concerned about people's souls. Be concerned about their eternal souls versus trying to dictate to them your view of the Bible, because I'm telling you, sometimes God, I think he shakes his head and says, what are you doing? What are you doing? Why don't you be about my business? My business is showing people the love of Jesus Christ, is showing them and telling them how Jesus went to the cross for their sins, and they can be forgiven, and they can have eternal life. And that someday, whatever, whenever that day is, they will spend eternity with me. You know, the Bible says, Whoever regards one day as special does so to the Lord. Whoever eats meat does so to the Lord. For they give thanks to God, and whoever abstains does so to the Lord. You know, there's vegetarians. There's churches that teach uh, vegetarianism. But he says, whatever you do, whether you eat meat or vegetables, do it unto the Lord. That's what matters. For none of us lives for ourselves alone. None of us dies to ourselves alone, the Bible says in the 14th chapter of Romans. We live, we live for the Lord. And if we die, we die for the Lord. So whether we live or die, we belong to the Lord. For this very reason, Christ died and returned to life so that he might be the Lord of both the dead and the living. You then, why do you judge your brother or sister? Or why do you treat them with contempt? For we will all stand before God's judgment seat. Do you hear that? Did you hear that? Why do you treat your brother or sister with contempt? Because they... Think a little different. And because they interpret, now if they interpret the Bible in a way that is not not true, and they start making up doctrine, and they start saying things that aren't in the Bible, certainly there is an issue. But Paul is trying to get across here to the folks, love people, don't argue about petty things. The important things is this is that you know that Jesus Christ is the Lord of your life, and that you know if you died today, you're going to spend eternity with him. If you don't know that today, if you're out there listening to me today, and you're saying, well, Pastor, I don't agree with what you're saying. Well, I'm just sharing out of the 14th chapter of Romans, folks. So if you don't agree with what I'm saying, go to the 14th chapter of Romans. But I'm telling you this, you need to know Jesus, and you need to know That if you died today, you'd spend eternity with him. And I pray every one of you do know that. And if you don't, all you need to do is ask the Lord to forgive you of your sins and come into your life and lead you anew. And I ask that you do that. In fact, I want to pray with you right now. If there's somebody listening today that you haven't prayed this prayer, pray this prayer with me. Our Heavenly Father, in the name of Jesus Christ, the Son of God, I come to you. Asking you to forgive me of all my sins, all my past, and come into my life today. Lord, I believe. I believe you're the Son of God. I believe you died for my sins. I believe you're coming again. I believe I am now saved and headed towards heaven. Thank you, Lord, for forgiving my sins and coming to my life. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Now, folks, if you prayed that prayer, let somebody know. Leave a message at the radio station. Let me know. Let a friend know. But God wants to use you. But God wants you to love each other and help each other. The Bible says, so then each one of us will give an account of ourselves to God. You're going to give an account for yourself unto God. And I am too. I'm giving account of what I'm saying on the radio to God. And I want to interpret God's word and live by it correctly. And if I err, I want to ask God to forgive me so I can move ahead. Lord bless you. Have a great day. LifePoint is a ministry of the Cloverdale Church of God. If you would like a copy of today's broadcast or would like more information about the church, please call us at 208-362-1700 or write to Cloverdale Church of God, 3755 South Cloverdale Road, Boise, Idaho, 83709.